We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! Hi, Brian. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Good to see you, buddy. It's been a while. It has been. So, the reason, uh, one of the reasons I left the show was because I was getting so busy on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. Then I leave the show, and Wednesdays are like nothing. (laughs) And then, you're like, yeah, I I could use you, and this was last week, you're like, I could use you last week. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do it. And then my Wednesday, like, blows up. And we had the horrible weather and shit like that. And then this week, I, I am, like, just dead in the water at my studio, just so, working on shit. So the horrible weather worked out for everybody, because Karina didn't have to go to her thing, so she was able to do the show, and you were able to stay home and work. Yeah, yeah. I am I screwed up, and I did a... I offered someone... I thought it was said uh, 30,000 words, because I had just woken up. It was actually 300,000 words. Oh, man. That is a huge, huge difference. Yeah, so what I offered them was still a decent amount of money, but it just sucked. So I got that done, and then they're like, oh, you know, our, our clients were so happy with this. Let's, um, can you do this? So then I offered the correct amount of money on the next order, which they they tried to talk me down. So I talked them down, you know, they talked me down a little bit, but it was like 10% of, the, of what I wanted, like, talked down. So it was okay. But then they, um, I do that one, and then they're like, hey, we got another one for you. <laughs> so, and now they're just annoying the crap out of me, because they're like, hey, did you finish that yet? Because they do it, they send it to me in batches. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I can do, like, right now it's, hey, and we need 50,000 words done. We'll give you uh, two batches of 20,000, and then another batch of 10,000. I'm like, okay. So they, by the time I finished batch one, I had to wait two more days. And I did it, I told them in seven days I can do it all. So I, in two days, I do the first batch. Then I had to wait a day. Then they gave me the second batch. They still haven't given me the the last batch. And the day, and the time ran out. So I'm like, well, I'm just sending you the first batch. And then as I'm sending the first batch, they go, hey, have you worked on batch two yet? I'm like, yeah. But where's the, th- where's the third batch? <laughs> and they're like, well, our proofreader is really slow. Oh, man. You gotta love that. Like you're you're practically helpless about this too, right? Like you you can sit here and all you ha- all you can do is wait. Yeah, there's nothing. I've I've been through that. You uh, you tried to help me out with a job of a month or so yeah. ago. That was fun. <laughs> I'm sure I've talked about on the show the guy that wanted me to do the uptown funk. Uh, yeah, and, and, that was horrible. Oh man. And then I had one guy who's just like, yeah, I need you to, I need you to do like all of these. You just need to say this one line. I'm like, okay. But I need you to say this line a couple of different ways. Um, And then send me all the separate tracks. I'm like, okay, I could do that. So I do all that. And then he like gets all pissy with me. And he's just like, you know, this isn't what I asked for. And like, I charged the guy like 75 bucks. Because I was mixing it, mastering. And if I'm doing my vocal, like I ended up doing, I think it was about 18 times. And I pitch corrected stuff and I, I, you know, or I guess I pitched it and did weird things just to sort of make it work. And I was so, I worked my ass off on it and I'm like, yeah, $75 isn't bad. So I sent it to him and he goes fucking insane. He goes fucking insane. And I've had one other issue and Fiverr took my side. So I'm like, oh, Fiverr's awesome. They, they love their sellers. 
And this time, he's just like, I've been messaging you nonstop. And I'm like, dude, it was it was a it was a 48 hour job. Like, what the hell do you mean you've been messaging me nonstop? He's like, I asked for revisions, which he never asked for a revision. Like all this stuff. So, and then he apparently bitched to um to Fiverr, and Fiverr's like, okay, well, we're just gonna, you know, refund him his money. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I did exactly what the job stated. Um, and like, what, what the hell are you talking about? So Fiverr's just like, and I told Fiverr, I'm like, he's doing this on purpose so he can get it for free. Mm-hmm. So he, so he doesn't have, so it doesn't cost him money and stuff like that. And then I also found out that Fiverr, sometimes they'll refund the money, but still keep their, their cut. Really? So, cause that's what the Fiverr guy told me. Cause he's like, uh. He's like, well, don't worry, because we're keeping our cut, and uh, we're removing him from Fiverr because of this. Which, if anyone goes on Fiverr, it's so easy just to make another username and get right back on there. Sure. Uh, I've had issues where jobs I completed months ago, they've taken the money back. And, like, okay, why did you take the money? Like, and I, I've had this happen before, so I know, like, you know... They could just go to PayPal and be like, I didn't pay for this. And PayPal will tell Fiverr and Fiverr will be like, okay, cool. Here's your money back. And then Fiverr's not getting their money. So I'm not getting my money. Yeah. This has happened before. Um, so this happened on like two or three separate jobs for the same client. And I said, uh, so I contacted customer support. I said, look, I, I understand, you know, that there's nothing you can do about this. But why is this affecting my uh, completion rate? Yeah. Because I went from 100% down to, I, I had just had a job canceled because the guy wouldn't send me the information I asked him for. And so I'm already at 99. I dropped to 98 because this guy canceled like three jobs on me. And they're they're like, oh, yeah, no, it, it doesn't matter. It was, you know, if the job gets canceled, it goes against your completion rating. Like, I literally sent this dude this job five seconds after he ordered it. Yeah. Like, I completed this job. I don't understand why it's not a completion. They, um, you know, but, you know, that's how they operate, I guess. But I'm starting to think Fiverr is a money laundering scam and <laughs> it might involved be. in it. It might be. It is what is, it's Israeli, right? It's yeah. Israeli yeah, company. something like that. We got all kinds of pictures from Mark here. I, I know you've missed that. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. start. This was the first one he sent today. Um, It looks like Cuba Gooden Jr., like boat trip, <laughs> Gooden Jr. Um, I'll go four. All right, the next one is uh, this gentleman here. Um, he looks stupid, so one. His face doesn't match his body. I don't. It, no, not at all. Uh, this is a cookie, I think. Uh, ten. <laughs> I haven't had carbs. We'll talk about that in a little. And bit. Uh, th this one is a little more explicit than usual. Um, <laughs> six. There you go. We're caught up. That was really explicit. That was very explicit. That's that's more so than usual. Thanks, Facebook, with your terms and conditions bullshit. <laughs> really helping out here. Yeah. Stranger danger. You got to report. You got to report them to get them to. No. Yeah, that's that's how it works. Unless you know, unless it's a Republican who just says something that they don't like. Sorry. <laughs> My Facebook has just been people bitching about either the Super Bowl or the State of the Union. So. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so... I, I, I did not watch the Super Bowl. I followed through. I, I, I said I wasn't going to, and I didn't. Here's the best part. I don't have cable, 
and I still watched the last 15 minutes of the Super Bowl. Because I, I went I went on Google. No, I went on NFL.com, and I'm like, I just want to see what the... I just want to see who's... like Because my prediction last week was, it was last Sunday, and I'm like, congratulations to Tom Brady and the Patriots for winning the Super Bowl. And people were like, were messaging me with death threats. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like I'm, I'm unfriending you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, if you're I, unfriending I, me, I don't give a shit. I believe it. These Patriots fans are nuts, man. But but like, or or, or the anti-Patriot yeah. fans are nuts. They're all nuts. And f- football's more fake than pro wrestling. You and I both know that, I think. But I did <laughs> I did like the one meme that get, you know, get your Patriots jerseys and they were just all ref jerseys. They were all yeah. ref shirts. I thought yeah. that was a really good meme. But I, I didn't watch the game. I didn't. There was no way I was sitting through another Tom Brady Super Bowl. I, I already know, like you know, I'm one of those people that even if I don't care, who, even if I don't like the teams in the game, I could watch the ad. I could watch it for the ads. Except the ads go up on YouTube the next day. Yeah. In a playlist called YouTube Ad Blitz, and so I literally just ignored the game. I wanted to know when halftime was so I could watch halftime heat on WWE Network. And uh, I watched that, and then the next day I watched all the ads. I don't, I don't even know what the final score was. It was like thirteen to three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was I think. thirteen. I, there I was literally it. only one touchdown. It was, it was great because I was talking to my buddy uh, the next day, and uh, who lives with me, Jack. And I'm like, yeah. So it was, uh, it was a really close game, and there was literally only one touchdown in the fourth quarter. I believe it was by the Patriots. Everything else, and then there was just they were tied all the way until the fourth quarter. And, and stuff like he's like, oh, man, that must have been a really great game. People must have been happy. I'm like, no, everyone hated it because all they wanted was high scores. He goes, so people don't understand what a good defense is, do they? <laughs> like, and the best part is, is everyone talks about how rigged this, you know, Patriots games are. And I'm like, if it was really rigged, don't you think it would have been a little, you know, farther score wise? Well, see, somebody else said this to me, said this exact same thing to me after I said that football was rigged. They said, you know, football's faker than pro wrestling. They said... Well, you know, don't you think they would have had the score higher if if, if it was like, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't because look, look at the look at this. This is the lowest rated Super Bowl I think, and I think they said in like sixteen years, television ratings wise. Has nothing to do with the halftime show. I'm sure, uh, but yeah, this is the lowest rated Super Bowl in like sixteen years, and you know WWE has had their lowest ratings in you know. 20 years, 30 years in the past few months. Yeah. You know, so like, it's not that, you know, it's not fixed or that it's not, you know, predetermined that the Patriots are going to win. It's just, you know, the writers fucked up this time, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. And and it's not necessarily that, you know, the writers determine what the score is going to be. The fact it is go out there, play a football game, but this team's got to win. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, go out there and play the best football game ever. You guys are going to score a touchdown first. Then you guys are going to score two touchdowns. It's not like that. It's like, OK, you guys go out, play a football game. Whatever happens, New England wins. Well, like my buddy, um, he rants a lot. And one of his biggest rants were <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a she draw a goatee on me? She did. <laughs> I haven't had a goatee in like a decade, <laughs> but okay. Um, but yeah, when, when Andrew and I start a new show, you got to come on and talk <laughs> about your beard with us. Oh, I will. I, will. <laughs> I, I used to have a nice beard. Now I try to trim it and keep it, 
keep it a little more manscaped. When he gets back from Florida, we're going to discuss. He was watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw your rants to him. I was like, dude, if I see your TV, I'm turning this off. And as soon as I saw his TV, I'm like, bye. <laughs> but um, my buddy was ranting a couple of times, and he goes, the, the reason people like hockey is just because you have the most money doesn't mean you can win. Mm-hmm. He goes, the problem with the NFL, he's like, for the last 20 years, is whoever had the most money usually won. And he goes, the same thing hap happened in baseball. He's like, the Yankees are almost, he's like, even if the Yankees don't always win, they're always in, like, the top, like, four best teams. Sure. And he goes, look at the Dallas Cowboys. He goes, the Dallas Cowboys were, like, the best team in the mid-90s, in the mid -90s, and they were also the ones throwing the most money at it. And 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 now look at the Patriots. The Patriots throw some of the some of the most money at their sure. at their players. And and I've always maintained because of hockey that you know money doesn't buy championships. Because I would look at the late '90s New York Rangers where you had you know Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and all them like all on one team like the the team that was the dynasty in the you know for the Oilers or whatever. Yeah. You know and and they I don't even think they made the playoffs. Yep. You know this is like okay like well it's because ducks fly together. Yeah. That's that's all my hockey knowledge right there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh some people's extent of hockey knowledge. So I've seen one two hockey games my whole life, one of them with you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and look look at the suggested follows on Twitter for me. Oh, good team. Yeah, yeah. Your your home team there, my the New York team. New York Rangers. I was thinking of going to see them on New Year's Eve, but it's like, oh crap, I can't. I got a show. So we're at the show and we're waiting for our first band to show up. And they're like, our drummer's on his way, our drummer's on his way, our drummer's on his way. Drummer shows up, full Sabres gear, just got back from the game. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's such bullshit, man. Like, I wanted to go to the game, but I had to be here. I would have kicked him the fuck off the show. <laughs> I already, and I, well, I mean, I was already, like, planning on just, okay, you guys are going to play, and then you guys are going to leave. That's cool. <laughs> See, like that's that's why I can't be a, a fucking uh, a fucking promoter. Like I'm watching all the Greg Burt bullshit going on with people fucking pissing on him. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, his band's playing a show with that. What's that Chernobyl? Yeah. Productions or whatever. And after all this bullshit, and I'm like, so I told him, I'm like, I'm not going to that show. And my buddy's just like, yeah, well, we booked it, and we didn't know all this shit was going on, and mm -hmm. then we saw this. He's like, now it's even worse if we cancel. I'm like, no, I understand. I'm like. And I've gone to like four or five of your shows in, in the past year, and I'm like, you know, that's that's awesome, and I'd love to go to some more, but I'm not supporting these fucking douchebags. And like, this is why I can't be a promoter because I'd be a fucking promoter. Just I'd put everybody on blast, and have and have <laughs> someone go like like there was a show that um I did with uh, Mike Dietz. Uh huh. I uh, I work I played a show for him, and I think it was him. It was either him or Joe Tonus. They were both they were both always there, so I never really right. know. But one of them, and this band, um, I can't even remember their their name, but they were supposed to go on first. And they showed up so fucking late. Every other band was there. It was all locals. Every other band was there, and they were supposed to go on... Uh, they were supposed to go on first or second. And they showed up so fucking late because they wanted to go on later. And whoever was the promoter, whoever booked it, went, no, fuck you, get the fuck out. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you, we're not going to fucking play here anymore. And then they broke up like two months later because <laughs> nobody would fucking book them because it was so it was so apparent. And now it's just like, 
listen, like if a guy goes, hey, you know, the first band needs to be here at this time, and someone's like, oh yeah, well, you know, no problem. And then the day of, it's just like, well, our drummer's gonna be here soon. And then you find out he's at the Saber <laughs> Sabers game. I'd have what? been like, pack. I would have been like. You can all pack your shit up, or the drummer's not playing. You guys can go fucking acoustic or whatever. <laughs> to his credit, he got there on time. We got to start on time. And I had... The reason that I put them first is because I knew they wanted to be somewhere else. <laughs> That's fucking stupid, man. I, but I... like. That's the difference. That's the fucking no, but, difference but the, but the between someone who wants to be a fucking professional and a fucking piece of shit who just wants to do it as a hobby. And that's what's so difficult, especially in Buffalo right now. What's so difficult is everybody says they want to fucking go, go somewhere, and then you give them an opportunity, and they're like, oh, well, that, that'd be great, but you know what? Um, my mom's making meatloaf tonight, so I gotta leave here so I can have some warm meatloaf <laughs> or some bull. I've heard that fucking excuse in Buffalo. So, and like, it's stupid shit like that just, just fucking pisses me off. No, it, it was a New Year's Eve show. There was a New Year's Eve party I knew that those guys were like really wanting to be at and and they had booked with me way before this party was was booked. And so I and I knew they wanted to go. I didn't even ask. I just said you guys are going to go on first. And they showed up and I'm like, "Yeah, you guys are going on first so you can leave and go to the other show." Because I know I know you guys want to and I know like who's the book it was Cardboard Homestead. Oh, okay. But, you know, and, and but they're friends of ours, you know what I mean? So we let them get away with shit like that. There's other bands where if they show up like five seconds before they're supposed to go on, we're going to be like, okay, you guys can play, but we're not booking you anymore. Like, I've been in bands where famously we all, the whole band gets there on time and then the singer does something and forgets something and goes, I have to leave. Sure. Which always pisses me off. And because it's like, you, you're supposed to be there at a fucking... Just because they go load in is at 6 o'clock, doors at 8, first band on at 8.30, doesn't mean everyone doesn't mean you get there at load in at 6 and then leave at 6.30 and come back at fucking 8.30. Like, that's the shit that always fucking bothered me. And, like, I'm, I'm trying to start a band right now. Um, the former drummer of Breaking Solace, and he was also in Skinbound Jake. He's a buddy of mine, and We've been working on some music and we've got like a dozen songs. And the problem is, is like we're, we're, we're looking for the right bassist and the right drum on uh, the right singer. And we're getting these messages from people. And like we, I put it out there too. And I'm like, I have extensive booking knowledge mm -hmm. and I have, I have the, this database of about 5,000 different venues to book all over the United States. And some of Canada. And I have made money for the last two bands that I was in for, with my booking skills. And I also know of management. And I also, you know, I was signed to a record label. Like, I know the pitfalls. I know what to do. I know what not to do. Mm -hmm. And I have these guys going, oh, well, you know, I got, like, there's this one guy who was, he was a great singer, right? Mm -hmm. And then he waits to the last minute and we, he was going to come down to a practice. And we were going to work with him. And he waits, waits to the last minute and goes, uh, guys, I got to go. I got to go do overtime for uh, Buffalo PD. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I'm a cop for Buffalo PD. I'm like, so you're not leaving that job? He goes, no. I'm like, so this is just a hobby for you. He's like, yeah, I just want. I'm like, no, like it's not what you're looking for. Like, I'm 32 years old and I get it. I maybe I don't look 32. When you see me on stage, I'm not fucking insane. Like, I'm not like this old 
old decrepit guy. I move around more like what was it? I played a show uh back in November opening for Bad Seed Rising. I did a favor for Breaking Solace, me and Jake, and we we went back in there and played a show with him for him. And I stayed I only stayed for the one band after us. And the only reason that was was because it was at the new rec room that After Dark owns. Mm-hmm. And there's no fucking parking. So I parked about three blocks away. So, and I wasn't, and they made me take my gear out right away. And I'm like, there's no way I'm taking my gear out, putting it in my car three blocks away at where anyone can just fucking break into it. Right. I don't blame you for that. So I was like, okay, well, but the band after us was a touring act that had been touring for a couple of years. And they stood the fuck still. And the oldest guy was like 22. God damn. And I'm like, and like they try, and they were playing like a mixture of like Nirvana and White Stripes style, like that garage rock could be bluesy, could be punky stuff. You should be like thrashing around yeah. on stage for. Yeah. And here I am playing fucking intri- intricate riffs and shit like that, headbanging my ass off. And it just, it just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. And it was, I understand it was a small stage, but my band was the first band on and we had the least amount of space and I was still moving the fuck around mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know, my drummer still jumps on his drum throne and is twirling his sticks and shit like that. And like, what the fuck? And it just, it always kills me. And I'm, I guess I'm in a ranty mood, <laughs> but it just, it bothers me when, when people in, in Buffalo or, or anywhere really that are just like, I want to make a living at this. And then they, they don't do anything to, to sure. show that. There are, there are genuine reasons to leave a show early. Like we had, uh, uh, Working class stiffs. It was one of their. It was like their third or fourth show. Those bastards. No, I don't. No, no, I don't they, know. I don't know who no, they are. And they're they're great guys. They played a killer show. Their drummer had a hundred and three degree fever. Yeah. And their singers, you know, got a pregnant wife at home. So yeah, that's that is a valid excuse to say, okay, you know, hey, you know, we appreciate being on the show. Thanks for having us. We got to take off. Yeah, like um. And if you're going to take off from a show, tell the tell the guy that you need to tell. Yeah, that's uh, my, I, I, I my don't whole. Think that's I don't think that's too much to ask. My whole thing was in in Lost Elysium. I always had this rule that at least one or two people in the band had to stay the whole night, if not the whole fucking band. My bro- my problem was it always ended up being me. So I would I would pack the fucking merch up, and it's just like the problem is is like, I th- in my opinion. The singer of a band should be there, should be the first person there, and should be the last one to leave. And that's the rule, especially if they're not lugging gear. They're lugging their, mm-hmm. their heavy microphone. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's that's sort of how I I approach things. Um, that was the other thing, was like, in every, in every band I'm in, the lead singer, they get off. It doesn't matter what they have. It doesn't matter if they also play guitar or they play bass or or whatever. They get off stage, they go to the merch. Mm-hmm. Last thing they say is, thank you, everybody. We appreciate, thank the venue, and then say, if you want to come say hi to us, we'll be over there. And then they jump off the stage and go right to the merch table. The rest of the band brings everybody's shit out. And I have never been in a fucking band where everybody did that. <laughs> Which is, like, the the most amazing thing. Like, I'm playing a, a show for you in a side project, and if I ever have merch... If I ever have merch, I'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, Kate, uh, you know, take a look and, you know, we'll be right over there. And and if you have to take your shit off, like the way this band that I'm doing is going to work out, it's just it's just supposed to be a trio. 
Sure. And if that's the case, then it's going to be, um, then it's just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna pack up here, and then you can meet us over at the merch table. Right. So, because I'm planning on on um, making some vinyl for my project. Okay. So, and that's that's like one of my dreams. Yeah, that'd be great. You you're always showing off your uh, record collection there on Instagram, and I've started using mine sp- mostly for that as well. Yeah, I get made fun of by our buddy Dave Stevens. He's just like he's just like, so you want to be a musician, but all you do is show off your vinyl collection. I'm like, it's music. It is. Just like, what? the one thing I hate is all of my hobbies involve music. <laughs> like, I just wish. And like, it sucks. Like, one of my hobbies, I have one hobby that it's like hiking. But, you know, with my bad back, sometimes I can't hike. But sure. when, even when I do, I'm hiking, I go, oh man, I'm thinking the song lyrics right now. I'm like, no, can't I just have something that doesn't right. involve music? That doesn't involve, like, for me, I love working alone. Yeah. Which nobody likes doing, nobody likes that, because it's just like, hey, let's work on this. Well, let me work on the guitar part, and then we'll go into the practice, and then you can t- tear it apart. That's fine, but let me come up with the guitar part first, because I like to work alone, and that's how it is for the most part. I do sure. like to jam, but I have to be in a different frame of mind. And and I'm like, but nobody likes that. Like They want to go in the studio with me and, and, work and see like how I do it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to. Leave right. me alone. Let me just... All, all of my hobbies are being lonely. You're like, no, it's my process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't have it. Yeah. Uh, Is Joe Knows Jack back this week? No. Uh, she also wants to know how the Niagara Falls Music and Art Show was on uh, June 29, 2013. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. Give me a second. I wasn't at that one. That was when um, so I was in Lost Elysium and our bassist left. And stole the show, and then stole a couple of the songs and put them in the the other band he was in called Surrender Reality. Oh, great! So, and we we lost out. I think it was four hundred dollars. Great. Yeah, I, th- I think so. It was it was at least a couple hundred dollars. But speaking of spending money, you're a bad influence. You know, you're posting these records on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, I want that one. Like, oh, look, I could get that for this much. Let me buy it now. <laughs> I brought my kid. Uh, I had one of my kids. Um, sleep over the other day and uh he i'm like yeah i'm gonna bring you to the record store and i go to my girlfriend i'm like hey can i get a couple of records it's been a couple of months because this was right before my computer died so i'm like oh i got the money yeah right <laughs> so i spent a hundred dollars and i got velvet revolver the first album which is phenomenal i put it on last night and my girlfriend's just like what is that garbage <laughs> i'm like oh it's guns and roses with stone temple pilot singer she's like oh yeah now I know what that garbage is. <laughs> um, and then I got Continuum by John Mayer, which I love. He has he has a song called In Repair, which is just a beautiful song. Um, what else did I get? I got uh, Authority Zero, which is a great punk band that I've played here a couple of times. And first time I ever saw them was in 2004 at uh, Terminal 5 in New York City, opening for Pennywise. And then oh, what I got another one too, and I can't I can't find oh yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication. Yeah, you posted that and I was on my way home from I went to the mall and I came home with Nirvana's Nevermind on vinyl from Barnes and Noble. Nice. And I'm like, dude, I you and you mentioned like, oh, I've been looking for this and I haven't found it. And I'm like, dude, I literally just saw a copy of it at Barnes and Noble for twenty five bucks. <laughs> oh, I, I try not shopping at Barnes and Noble that much. Uh the sure, one- I mean I, I Oh, like I know you support Revolver Records and other local record yeah. stores, and I I try to do the same. 
Most of my stuff comes from Revolver. Well, the other problem is, is I've I've bought stuff from Barnes and Noble and it skips. And I, like one of the first albums I bought was um, Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park, and it fucking skips. And I bought that from Guitar Center, and they don't re- do returns. Right. So I was like, well, and then all they do is they're like, oh, well, maybe your turntables are shit. I'm like, well, what? I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a fucking turntable right now. So leave me the fuck alone. Right. Um, but full disclosure, my Nirvana record skips. Yeah, it, well, it skips on uh, something in the way. Oh, man, that's like the one song you don't <laughs> want it to skip on. Like, I bought this one record and uh, what was it? Uh, a Momentary Relapse. Yeah, by, um, I think that's the name of it by Pink Floyd. And they have a song called Learning to Fly. And I got the album for that. The whole album plays except for that fucking one. Of course. Because uh, it, it was just, you know, the, whoever owned it, because it was previously owned, whoever owned it before, like, that's the only song that they fucking listened to. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was uh, the only, there was one single spot where it skips, and I can't even see it. Yeah. Like, I, there's no scratch, there's nothing. And so oh. I, like, tried to, I tried to, br- you know, brush the record off again with the, you know, with the record brush thing, you yeah. know? And play it again, and it's still just in the way, in the way, in the way. Like, ah, oh, man, like, what the fuck? Well, there's another thing you can do is if you grab, like, a stack of pennies yeah. and tape them to your needle, it puts a little bit more weight on the needle. Okay. Um, Like, the really good ones, it's everything's weighted. Right, and so, I don't have a really good one. <laughs> yeah, so you and I are sort of right in the same same mix. Nick Lander's got mine, too. You got like my specific one, so yeah, I'm I'm I want a better one when I have the money to upgrade, but at the time for now, it's low on my priority yeah, yeah. list. I did get at uh, Barnes and Nobles when I was working over in the summer. I had a day off and I was still staying there, so I'm like, oh, I'll go to uh, Barnes and Nobles and get a book. So I got a book, but then they also had the Who's Tommy with the uh, with the band playing with the the London. Philharmonic. Oh, nice. And then they also had, um, it was The Who playing all of Quadrophenia. It was like in 1996 with the Philharmonic. So I was like, I gotta get this. That's crazy, because I was out, I was looking at Best Buy, I'm looking at their small vinyl collection, and then I went over to Barnes & Noble, and they just have this huge section of vinyl that's like three times the size of what Best Buy has. And they've had it for a lot longer than Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I was just like, Ooh, you know, I, I got choices now. I could buy, you know, this record at, at Best Buy, or I could buy this other record at, uh, you know, Barnes and Noble. And I went, I ended up going with Nevermind cause it's like, all right, sucker. Well, I want to get something that I figure I get something that Karina will listen to and not complain if I listen to, or, or I don't feel like she's miserable if I'm listening to it. And I know like she likes Nirvana. So I'm like. Do I get Nevermind? Do I get Unplugged? I'd prefer Nevermind. In Utero. Yeah. They had that there, too. It's a good record. So uh, this band, uh, Over and Out, just put out a new EP over the weekend. Sounds like a punk band. Uh, they're According to their uh, Google Play, they're a folk band. Damn. How about that? They have short songs like a punk band would, though. They're also playing, uh, let me get this information, February 10th. That is Sunday. Sunday. Uh, along with Method, Drag Days, Nicotine Jones, Rust Belt Brigade, and Victor Adrian Hronchek? Hronchek? Hronchek. Hronchek. Yeah, it definitely uh, sounds like a folk show. And uh, that is that is going to be at the Bronze. I don't know where that is, so don't ask me, the, but ask a punk. The Bronze? <laughs> 
like yeah. like where Buffy the Vampire Slayer's friends used to hang out? Maybe. Oh, I, I don't know it's what right they... It's right there. It says it's in Buffalo, New York. It is in Buffalo. I know it's in Buffalo. Oh, that place is cool. I want to play there. It's somewhere around uh, Elmwood-ish, I think. I, I don't know for sure. I've oh. never been there. No parking, guys. Uh, but you, the, you ask a punk where that is, and they'll tell you. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I uh, somebody who's just a little more embedded in the punk scene than I am. But uh, this is uh, Over and Out, and we're going to play a song called Drinking's Not the Problem off of their new EP, It's Fine, I'm Just Tired, on all WNY Think So Joe show. Any second now.
out on all WNY Think So Joe show. You can grab their latest EP, I'm Fine, or It's Fine, I'm Just Tired, uh, which came out, uh, I think, this past Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, sounds about right, because we did Days Ago t-shirts, and they were selling them at that show, so. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's available now. You can grab that. Uh, it's on Bandcamp and Spotify and all the other uh, fun places where you can get local music. Not Amazon music, but that's besides the point. I want to give a shout out to Randy from I Was Myself for Halloween because he just uh, he just joined Facebook again. I saw he added me as a friend. I was like, hey, look who's back. I said, welcome. <laughs> I, I said something to him and I thought it was really funny. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> I didn't comment, and I was just like, oh, hey, cool, he's back. <laughs> yeah, I sent him a message just because it was so funny to me. Um, he had uh, he reached out to me on Instagram around the holidays just to yeah. say happy holidays and stuff. So I said, welcome back to the land of memes and social justice warriors. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. So I was at the mall this week, <laughs> if you could believe that. I, I just needed to get the hell out of the house. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go, you know, Karina's making patches and stuff now, so we needed, uh, she's doing with heat transfer vinyl, so I'm like, all right, let me go get, let me go get the color you need, I'll go to the mall, we needed stuff from the Dollar Tree, I'm like, so I'll go to the McKinley Mall, because there's Dollar Tree right there. It was actually, uh, it was Saturday, it was actually, uh, relatively busy, I don't know if that was just people like me who just wanted to get out of the house, or if it was... That's, uh, that's near Hamburg, right? Yeah. Okay. Or if it was actually, like, people were there to shop. It was about as busy as, like, the Boulevard Mall was when I went there before Christmas. Where's the Boulevard Mall? It's on the Boulevard. No, it's in uh, it's in Amherst, on Niagara Falls Boulevard. Okay. It's in Amherst. Okay. What's on, what's on Transit? Transit uh, used to be the Lockport Mall. I think the Eastern Hills Mall is somewhere around there. Yeah. There, yeah, I think it's the Eastern Hills Mall. Because I went there, and there's a place that sells, like, skateboards and vinyl and shit like that. Oh, nice. So I went there once and I was like, this place is amazing. So now Lily doesn't want me to go back because she knows I'll buy a skateboard. Yeah, the the last time I was there was uh, I was taken there for my birthday when uh, Dave and Buster's was still there. Okay. Which Dave and Buster's, I think, moved to the Galleria or something yep. like that. So the last time I was at the Eastern Hills Mall was a while ago. And I we were, you know, I was miserable the whole time because, you know, I shit was going on in my life, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, fuck. And so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just going to sit here and watch the fucking Buffalo Sabres play. <laughs> and that was when the Sabres were still worse than they are now. Worse than they are now. Well, I mean, you know, it's, I could, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say they're the best team because they're sitting one point out of a playoff spot right now and, and need to win <laughs> to, to get back in. Um they're, they're actually, I think, uh, right behind the Islanders. So. Well, let's just do the Buffalo, New York cheer. Better luck next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I had to go to Walden Galleria two days ago because my when my computer died, I'm like, if I get, you know, I have these old monitors and stuff like that, so I was told they have adapters for my old monitors that'll work on, on my new Mac Mini. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go there. I had never, I have never been to Walden Galleria since the Apple Store and the Windows Store were put up. Oh God, I miss tacos. <laughs> oh, you're on that keto diet. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> but so I, I'm like, well, I'll just park at the closest 
closest parking lot to when I get into the the mall complex. So I park, and then I find out that the fucking the Apple store is on the other side of the mall. And I'm trying to read the the maps because the mall is like a big fucking circle, really. It's mm-hmm. gotten to that point. So I'm like, well, okay, I'll I'll go and I'll I'll follow it, I'll follow it, I'll follow it. And then it's like, oh, if you go right here. So I go here. And what I did is I could have just gone from one end straight to the under end to the other end straight, and I would have gotten there. <laughs> but instead, I get about halfway, and then I do like a semicircle. I go around in a fucking semicircle, and then I end up like I don't know. I just I I ended up I think it was like two miles I walked just to find the Apple Store, which had, was going to close like when I got there in about forty five minutes. Well, I, I mean, you like to hike, so oh my god, it it was quiet though. It was really the people that were there were still like they, you know, the, what annoys me is like you'd have three friends, three girls would all just be hanging out, but they'd sprawl and the entire walkway is just uh-huh. those three or four people. I'm like. Uh-huh. I'm like, do you have any fucking respect for people? No. And and that's not a young thing. That's fuck because there were a couple of fucking adults that were, were doing that. I brought my kid to a mall in Rochester because it was his birthday and I wanted him to get something. So I went to Barnes and Noble. And there's this uh this gentleman that kept yelling the N-word nonstop uh to another gentleman who was also of African American heritage, <laughs> who was saying, Can you please stop screaming that? And he was the security guard. Can you please stop screaming that? And then the other man started calling him Uncle Tom. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, and my kid was getting like scared. And yeah, I'm right. like, and I'm like, I got you. Don't worry. He's just like, well, what would you have done if you pulled out a gun? I'm like, I would have pretended I was dead on top of you. He's like, oh, that's probably a good idea. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he wasn't going to pull out a gun. He goes, why? I'm like, because there were three security guards. Like this guy, I don't think he even noticed. He was talking to this one security guard and they're right by the entrance to a Macy's. And this Macy's again was like a semicircle, so like about twenty feet down was the was another entrance to Macy's, and they had one guy on the one side, they had the other guy talking him down, then they had another guy on a walkie-talkie, like they're all watching him. And as I walk past the one of the Macy's entrances, I see there's another security guard there. I'm like, they, they had this guy fucking like tagged if he was gonna fucking do anything, right? So, and one of the guys had a, uh, had at least a taser cause he was holding on to his taser, which is scary. Like mall security now needs fucking tasers. Yeah. Well, world. I mean, did you see that video about at the, uh, Galleria yeah, yeah, a month that. or two ago? Like what the fuck? Like I, I don't, I, I never go to that mall. I hadn't been there in years. And then I took my kid there for her birthday to, you know, Hey, here, here's a hundred bucks. Buy whatever you want. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, what's really bothered me was I watched the video, and if you actually click on the video, you can watch the comment. You can actually read the comments on the original. And, like, these fucking, like, soccer moms from West Seneca, literally West Seneca and Chictawaga are connected. And and she's, like, bitching. She's just like, well, that's what you do when you bust in, when you bust in those ghetto kids. I, I saw and that I'm like, comment. I'm like, you son of a fucking bitch. I saw that comment. That offended me. I was I'm like, no, somebody said you got to stop the buses from going there. Yeah, it, it was. And, and that was the, the comment I saw was, you, well, you know, that's what you get for letting the buses go there. And I'm just like, wait a second. So what you're saying is somebody like me who doesn't want a vehicle shouldn't be able to go to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Joe want. <laughs> I don't. Fuck do I need a vehicle for? I live in Buffalo. Well, that's the thing. Like it's it's <laughs> it's a city. 
you should have really great transportation. We should have really good public transportation. And Buffalo, for the most part, has pretty good public transportation. It is not as good as New York City, but we have a fraction of what New York City has. Which is still better than Rochester's public transportation. So I can tell you that much. The, the fucking buses in, in, in Rochester suck compared to compared to Buffalo. I mean, here's the I live on a bus route. So I get that that right there gets me 90% of the places I need to go. Yeah. And if I want to go anywhere else, Uber and Lyft are here now. Yep. And I can travel everywhere I need to go and still spend less than I'm going to spend on insurance, gas, and maintenance. There you go. So what do I want a car for? Exactly. It but, makes sense. But my my point being, though, like, this guy's, oh, well, you got to stop the buses from going there. Like, well, what the fuck? So, like, somebody like me who isn't going to go start shit at the mall just wants to shop. I can't go to the mall. I, I shouldn't be able to go because I don't drive. Well, and then, my, and my girlfriend, who is disabled and literally cannot drive, and should I not be said, able to go to the mall. I actually said that. I'm like, I know people that are disabled that need to take the bus. They're not allowed to drive. And, and they're just like, well, they should have friends and family to do it for them. I'm like, what the fuck is with you people? Well, like, well, am I supposed to, like, if I want to go somewhere, am I supposed to call you and be like, Brian, what are you doing? Can, can you can you drop everything and give me a ride to store uh, to the store or something like that? Fuck that shit. I don't even offer Joe anymore because he's turned it down so many times. Yeah. I, now, I mean, now, just the other day, he shot me a message. He goes, hey, you know, uh, I need to go. I need to get some meds filled. And I go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's not a true story. <laughs> <laughs> happy holidays and the thing so joe show yeah she she wishes us happy holidays every week for whatever reason that's weird she also uh sent this wanted poster dead or alive <laughs> no the living brain dead was not a full band <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah but like all these people were like and they were all fucking white yeah which which you could tell you can tell a um s- not all the time, but sometimes you can really tell if it is a racially charged comment when all the comments are coming from one race compared to the compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. So and like I, and I commented a couple of times because I'm a fucking idiot and I was just like, no, like the buses are a fucking good thing. And they're like, well, why don't they have their own malls in the city? I'm like, because the city's not going to fucking put their own malls on there. First off, there's no fucking room. Second off, you know, and and then they're like, well, Cheektawaga's really gone downhill since the buses came there. Motherfucker, the, the buses, buses have been going there forever. Oh, and that's what I said. I'm like, the buses have been going there forever because Cheektawaga is just Buffalo. And they got really pissy with me. And I'm like, I, I'm like, if I type in I, Amherst is Buffalo, New York. If you type it into fucking Google Maps. Yeah. So and it's like you want to you want to call yourself fucking something different. Uh-huh. But you are Buffalo. You are just a suburb of of the city of Buffalo. Yeah. Like, people tell me all the time, like, oh, yes. And I know your mom said it to you all the time. Like, oh, you know, South Buffalo so dangerous. Bitch, Niagara Falls has body parts washing up every (laughs) every other fucking month or something. Uh, Mom, he didn't mean that you're a bitch if you're listening. No, 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 I didn't mean that. Did your mom actually listen to the show? He he meant that in the... uh, Yes. (laughs) The snaps, kind of. Yeah, by, Fel- by Felicia, <laughs> the by Felicia snaps. Or right, right, right. I, I, I don't know if my mom listens. It's probably hit or miss if she yeah. does. 
She's with definitely listening this with, time. With my luck, she is listening this time. <laughs> no, I don't Did mean that. Did that guy just say what I think he just said about No, <laughs> I, meant, I meant, like, people are like, oh, man, you're in South Buffalo. It must be so dangerous. I'm like, I live on a fucking dead-end street, uh-huh. and the only thing I have is a fucking pot dealer that's, that deals to fucking cops and corrections officers. <laughs> like, that's all the guy, because that's all I see going down there. I, I've told my mom several times because my mom, why don't you move back to Niagara Falls? And my mom stopped asking me this at this point because he was like, bitch. <laughs> my mom stopped asking me this. this point. But she, she says, um, you know, like, you know, why, do, why don't you move back to Niagara Falls? And she was under that impression that Buff- South Buffalo is super dangerous and I shouldn't because it's in Buffalo. And I, to be fair, I was under that impression before I moved here. And once I moved here, it's like, this isn't so bad. No. The worst we've had is like a dude got drunk and fell off of a bridge and died. <laughs> In the meantime, since I've moved here, there have been two bodies strewn about Niagara Falls, chopped up into bits, and 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 the couple of kids that killed a baby and threw in a, a garbage can or some shit That's like that. Fucked up. Yeah. Like and I, you know, I think it was an accident that they killed the baby and they're like, "Oh shit, what do we do?" and threw it yeah. in the garbage can. But still, it's like that shit don't happen here. Well, Joe Caffarella, our, our buddy, he just posted a, uh, he shared a, uh, a video of talking about, like, dangerous spots in Niagara Falls, I, and you're like, my grandma lives, like, right down the street. My, my great-grandma, the, the very end of the video, they're coming up on the Walmore Inn, not the Walmore Inn, the uh, Willow Inn, and my great-grandmother used to live three houses down from there. Like, when I was growing up, that was her house, was this little blue house, just three houses past there. So if that video would have kept going another, like, five seconds, yeah, like, hey, I used to you know, be in that house all the time because that's where my great-grandma lived. I used to dodge bullets from that house. But I was surprised that some of the neighborhoods I lived in didn't make the cut in that video. Well, there are just so many in that, in Niagara Falls. But they went to the, they went to the store, right? The guy goes to the store and he's playing his lotto numbers, right? If you watch this video. And, uh, and I'm like half tempted to tag my buddy Greg and be like, hey, isn't that the store we went to so you could buy beer before we went to the, air before we uh, left for the Aerosmith show when we were under 21. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's, I think people sort of forget that, um, you have ghettos for two main reasons. One financial mm-hmm. or slash economic and two, because of education. If everybody became highly intelligent, if everyone had a great education, everything else would be fixed one way or the other. If, sure. if, if, if so, you know, that's that's just my belief. If if you took if you stop trying to tell people stupid shit like mm-hmm. um like someone I saw I saw this on my Facebook page and I I ended up deleting the guy cuz it just it just annoyed the crap out of me. He, he didn't like the comment I posted. But um one thing he said, he's just like my son got into a car accident. He broke both of his arms, both of his legs. He cracked four ribs and he's got huge bruises all over him because of the um because of uh, the seatbelt, but um, by the grace of God, he uh, he survived. And then he and then he went on like almost a paragraph. There was more about God than about how his son is going to survive this accident. And he was talking about you know, you know, God is great and this that and the other thing. And I shot a message. I said, or it could have just been the seatbelt that you know someone created. Because, um, because we needed, you know, we needed rules and guidelines for safety. Yeah, I've been in a car accident, and uh, I'm here because of my seatbelt. So, okay, like, and like, and that shit like that sort of bothers me because it's like, I am completely okay. If you want to believe in a higher power, if you want to believe in the universe or Allah or God or 
you know, the the Christian God. Sorry. We've had the, we've, we've kind of had this conversation before. In fact, it spilled over into one of your statuses the other day. You were, something was wrong. I forget what was wrong, but Karina said that she was sending you uh, thoughts and prayers and I, I just said hugs. Yeah. I tried so hard not to say <laughs> I shove those thoughts and prayers up your ass. But, um, but yeah, like it, it was just one of those things that's just sort of fucking annoys me and like if if you sort of take that out of the equation you can believe on whoever you want to believe but you also have to believe that you know it's one of those you know give a man a fish uh mottos so you know god can help you every single day but he's just making you weaker if you want to be fucking strong how about you help everybody else and help yourself and build up and it's just one of those things that just sort of fucking bothered me if you know if anyone here watches my facebook page it has become so like there's so much less negative shit on there because I've just gotten to the point where <laughs> I'm tired of arguing with people. Uh-huh. But the one thing that is nice is when somebody um, posts on my Facebook, like I see them and they post something like, hey, delete me if you don't believe this. So I delete them. And <laughs> Why'd then, you delete me? Yeah, and I'll get fucking messages. <laughs> like I have a girl, there was this one girl and she goes, she goes, the reason I like Ted Bundy because of this Netflix Ted Bundy bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's like, the reason I like Ted Bundy is because He's such a he's such a beautiful and handsome man, and he's so well read and so intelligent. And I'm like, you have a crush on a guy that literally thought women were objects and murdered them just because he's fucking well read. And I'm like, you know, you could. And I'm like, and she's and so, but it was like, you know, delete me if you th- if you have a problem with that. I have a fucking problem with that. I'm like that. That is that is a toxic way of thinking. That's like everyone going, I want the Joker, Harley Quinn love story i'm like i'm like no i want the i want the harley quinn fucking poison ivy love story like fuck fuck that bullshit like if brian's just going through all his facebook he's seeing all these posts delete me if you don't agree and brian's got gone like full like broken matt hardy delete delete delete. that's what i'm fucking doing man (laughs) it's just it's just gotten to the point where i'm like i'm i'm like and i have people like like studio owners that i've talked to tons of times and i like them and stuff and they're nice and we talk all the time and then they'll say something so fucking stupid. They're like, if you don't think like one guy, he was just like, if you don't think Donald Trump is the greatest president in the world, I want you to delete me. Do me a favor and comment that you're going to delete me. So I commented, I delete it. And like, I'm deleting you because I don't think he's the greatest president in the world. Sure. Even if he was a good president, he's not the greatest president in the world. Sure. Whether you mean the greatest president in the world in the entire world or the greatest president of all time in the United States, neither is true. Sure. So, um, delete. And he shoots me a message. He goes, wow, you actually deleted me. I'm like, I disagree. Your premise is flawed from the beginning. And and <laughs> no matter what I do. And he just got all pissy with me. And so I blocked him. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to fucking block you now. Because I don't, de- I don't, I don't want to deal with your bullshit anymore. I certainly have deleted people over. I, like, I can deal with a post or two. You know what I mean? Especially, I've got Social Fixer on my computer. So what that does is I can block any political posts. Wow. I won't see, like, I'll see occasional ones where they're just images and the, the filter didn't pick it up. But I don't see political posts if I'm on my computer. If I'm so, on my phone, I'll see them. But, like, I don't mind a political post or two if it's something I disagree with. Okay, cool, everybody's entitled to their, to their opinions, right? But, like, don't continuously push your opinion. You know what I mean? Like, like the Colin Kaepernick thing, when that was all, you know, prominent... 
in the news and Donald Trump was, oh, it's the football players. They shouldn't kneel. And that's why ratings are down and they, they have no right to kneel and disrespect the flag and all that shit. Right. When Donald Trump was opening his damn mouth and getting involved, this girl I used to work with at Office Max. And she's, you know, and I was good friends with her. She's just constantly post after post after post about it. I'm just like, no, I'm done. I can't do this. It's got to go. Like, and it's both ways, too. Like, even if I believe in something, like, for a while there, the Kaepernick, the Kaepernick shit would bother me because I got it so much from both sides. Sure. And I'm like, and I already had, I'm like, I read everything. I knew exactly why, what, what was going on. And I would make a post here or a post there, mainly when I saw something. It was funny because, like, when it was extremely racist shit, like, um, that's, I really like that photo. Um, well, that painting, nice, so. Nice artwork there. I Nine. Yeah. So, um, but like I would actually send, um, I would post or share the extremely racist photo and go, this is what is wrong. Yeah. And, and the best part was, is what I was noticing was my friends would actually not read what I wrote and they would only look at the photo Mm -hmm. and then they would be like, oh, you're a monster. I'm like, I don't think you fucking understand. Did you read? Yeah, right. And I'd have to put, I'm like, read my fucking caption first. And then like, oh, oh, sorry. I got to a point, like I said, I got that social fixer app on my, on my browsers, on my computer. So I got to a point where I put Neil as a filtered word. So I would not see any of the posts about that shit. Like I'm with cap and I would have been with cap even if I wasn't a 49ers fan because he's he believes what he believes in. He puts his money where his mouth is literally, you know, puts, puts money towards, you He's know, donated more percentage wise than I believe it was any other NFL owner any yeah. other team owner. Right. So he's putting his money up towards his beliefs and he's, he, he went to a uh, veteran who said, okay, this is what I don't like that you're doing. This is how I would prefer you to do it. And then that's when he started kneeling instead of sitting for the anthem. Yep. Because he went to a veteran who said, I respect your right to do this. This is how I would prefer that you do it, though. You know what I mean? And most veterans that I know say the same thing. Like, that is his right. That's what we fought for, is for his right to, if he doesn't feel that, that you know, things are right, he has the right to protest and, and do this kind of stuff. And the other thing that I hate is when someone goes, you know, you have to respect my opinion. No, I, I have to respect your your ability to have the opinion and and i respect that you're saying your opinion sure i don't have to i can respect all that i don't have to like your opinion or agree with your opinion and the second you put your you you throw your opinion out there you have to be ready to accept that someone's going to go i don't believe that is right and i think we've i think we've in a world we've we've gotten rid of the the opinions you don't know what an what an opinion is anymore Mm -hmm. so even in in um even in newspapers, whether it's a left or a right newspaper, um, they 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 hide that it's an opinion piece sometimes. So it's really like Fox. I went on Fox and I'm like, this this all seems like an opinion piece. And then, no, I'm I'm, oh, I'm you know, uh, I went on Fox and it, I'm like, this I read something that I'm like, this just seems like an opinion piece. And then you have to go like all the way at the bottom and like it was on the right hand corner, really small lettering, and like this is and it goes, this is an opinion piece from the author. I'm like. That's the problem because people are only reading either headlines mm-hmm. or they're reading whatever they can agree with. And the second they're done with the the article, they're not reading like, oh, well, who is this by and all this shit. 
Sure. I've, I've kind of taken myself out of, you know, you know, follow following politics and following, you know, any of that kind of shit. But I've gotten in debates with people who I've known for years. I, this dude that I used to hang out with all the time in high school. We got into a debate about about gun control. He eventually deleted me because I was constantly like, dude, no, this is how do you figure, you know, like questioning his opinion. Like, you know, give me give me a reason why you believe this. I like to get the other person's perspective. I've got another friend who used to be in a band with me and we we've been friends since third grade, second grade, even maybe. I don't know. But he is a Trump supporter, and we had a debate, and we sat there, and we gave it our, our opinions, we gave reasons, we gave, you know, proof yeah. of, you know, this is why I believe this, this is why I believe that. And, and his, his was more of an anti-Hillary thing, which is fine with me, because, you, know, you know, I didn't vote for either of those idiots, but, um, you know, so I was like... But I, I was like, okay, you know what? What are you saying here? Why, why do you feel this way? You know, what, what are you talking about? I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he would give me video proof. Like, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like, okay, cool. You know what? And he said, you know what? I really appreciate that you are a, that you and I are able to have this conversation and not come to blows over it. And I, and I say that to some people when I can have that conversation. Sure. Because there was a, a, a meme I posted like uh, a couple of years ago, and it was it was a picture of Obama smiling with like a shit-eating grin on his face. And it goes, so did I take all your guns? Because at right after, because I shared that right after uh, Donald Trump had passed laws that actually limited gun control. And I'm like, your Republican president is the one who's actually is giving more gun control than your fucking than than the than the democratic president right but i'll 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 leave it i'll leave it to this because we have to go into a song is um don't just read the headlines please and and if you're going to spout stuff that you know you say you know don't give the half story that just works for your narrative because like the uh alexandria uh ocasia cortez who is a congresswoman in new york uh, she announced a couple of months ago, she's like, I want a 70% tax on anything after $10 million. And everyone said, that is going to kill the economy. In World War II, it was a 90% tax. And then and large business owners wanted to keep the war going because they were still making money hand over fist and getting taxed at 90% after a certain amount of money. Um. I understand you want to fit your narrative, but if you have to lie or omit things to fit your narrative, maybe you need to change your narrative. And this is for both sides. This isn't just one fucking side. But uh, we're going to listen to uh, a band, and then I guess we'll talk about keto and how much I miss <laughs> Chipotle, Chinese we, food, and tacos. We will talk about that, because I know how much you, you used to love Chipotle. So uh, this is another band with a new EP out. Uh, it's my boys axed and smashed from Olean. And uh, this song is called She's the Devil on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. <laughs> Oh, 
and smashed on all WNY Think So Joe show. It's my boys and their fellow Demolition fans, apparently, because the name and all their EP covers have. (laughs) So I guess we'll get into keto, because... Let's let's talk about keto. You're you're on this diet. I I know you've uh, mentioned it. We've talked about it with you here before, but not... uh, It's a different Joe Kent. That's not me. But if you want to vote for me for president, I will gladly accept your nomination. Anyway. The best is this guy's actually hanging out with a guy with a guitar, too. Yeah, I see. <laughs> and a, oh, and a bassist. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyone who doesn't know what keto is, keto is right now your body is is eating up carbs and sugars. It takes carbs, turns them into sugars, and eats and uses that for energy. Apparently what is more effective is you're, you can change that by going pretty much like 65% eating fat and then about what was that like 25% or whatever protein and then the five and the five percent's carbs because it's impossible to not have any carbs but in order to do that you have to like pretty much cut out most fruits you have to cut out certain vegetables like corn love corn but corn's fucking sweet that's got natural sugars in it uh you have to cut out all actual sugar and stuff like that so in and you can't have breads and, and, and things so um, I started it a week after January 1st. I did that specifically because I knew if I started it like the new year, new me bullshit, I was going to fucking go no. <laughs> so I've lost close to 15 pounds already. Um, and I haven't changed my workout regimen. I've actually sat more on my ass this month because all I've been doing is working. But um, I haven't. The one thing that's just annoying with keto is you have to eat a certain amount because you really need to get your body going and eating fat. And so if anybody has ever listened to me on this show, I love Chipotle, I love Chinese food, and I love Snapple. Mm-hmm. So I can't have more than 20 to 25 grams of carbs a day. One glass bottle of Snapple is 28 carbs. So Snapple is completely out. And... 
Uh, most Chinese food is out because the brown sauce has, is mostly sugar and starches. Mm. So that's out. And then Chipotle, if I want to have Chipotle, I can have chicken with uh, onions and peppers and cheese. And that's it. I can't have anything else with it. And at that point, I'll just go home and make myself, which I've done, is just make myself some chicken, peppers, and, and cheese. Sure. I, I've been to Chipotle. The only time I've ever been to Chipotle was with you. <laughs> so, and yeah, it's... It's it's fucking hard. I and the other thing is it's it's expensive. So my household we used to go through um, a twenty four pack of eggs, or no, sorry, an eighteen pack of eggs, like every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Now we go through an eighteen pack of eggs every three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, avocados are not cheap. Um, cheese after a while is not cheap, especially like all, especially when you're like well. Cheese has a lot of fat in it and some protein. So you're like, well, I got to have cheese. Well, after a while, I get a little bored of American cheese and then Swiss cheese and then provolone. Uh-huh. So you like I've got like eight different kinds of cheeses in my house. <laughs> um, and then you still need some extra energy. So like I've been drinking Propel because it has electrolytes in it. And that's what plants crave. Um, That and I've been drinking a lot more water. Which is sort of good. I've been drinking tea also. I've really been getting into fennel tea, which is great, especially for my voiceover work. Brian's got a water bottle here, which he he always had a water bottle when he would come here, but he would also always have a bottle of Snapple. Yeah. So that's out now. But um, I recommend to people, first off, if you're going to do the keto diet, talk to a professional. If you, Whoops. Talk to a professional if you can. Uh, if you don't, and you just want to go on like YouTube and check out people check out people from at least 2017 because the craze really started in early to mid 2018 so you want to follow people that have been talking about it way before it was a fucking it was a fad sure and that's what i do and uh the only and the only i think one of the hardest parts is how much i have to eat because i have to eat breakfast i have to get up right away in the morning and i have to make something to eat so I usually have three slices of bacon and three uh, small sausage links. And then sometimes I'll have like two or three scrambled eggs with that. Uh, I'm not a big eggs fan, so it's hard for me. Then I have to have fucking, um, then I have to have a lunch. And then I have to have a fucking dinner. And my dinners used to be really carb heavy. It used to be like, I'll have a, a chicken breast with, um, with a baked potato or with like tons of rice aroni. And now I can't have that. So now I'm just having it with broccoli. Which broccoli is great because I cook it in uh, in olive oil, which is fat, and a little bit of butter, which is fat, and then. But the problem is, I also get carbs from broccoli, so I can only have so much broccoli in a day. <laughs> which, if anybody knows me, I'm a huge broccoli fan. But um, I haven't really done anything, and I've lost about ten to fifteen pounds. So I just I, I do recommend it for people, but it's it's fucking hard, and I wanted to do a. Um, I want to get back to doing DDP yoga and other kinds of uh, workouts. I just haven't had the chance because my yoga room is just filled with gear right now. Cause I bought, I've been buying so much gear, fixing it and selling it. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've been so busy with work. I haven't even been able to fucking s- fix and sell the gear. So I've just been <laughs> doing nothing with it and just leaving it there. And by the way, if anybody wants an amp, I've got two for sale. <laughs> I had a guitar here the other day and they, I was looking at buying and I didn't like the guitar. And I told the guy when he came to pick it back up, I said, I said, listen, man, if I were to buy this from you, it would literally, literally be to try and flip it. 
Like, I would literally take this and try to sell it for more than I pay you, and I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> yep. Like, I did that with one guy. I, I bought an amp a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah. And I talked him down to it, and it was a really great price. And I'm like, yeah, I've never had a... And I, I sort of lied. I'm like, yeah, I've never had a Marshall, and I really want to try this, and blah, blah, blah. And then I brought it to practice, and my my, my drummer was like, man, that sounds really good. I'm like, yeah, thanks. And in the process, I'm like, oh, something's broken with it. And then I found out it was one of my guitar pedals, which sort of sucked. Oh, but great. My One of my $200 guitar pedals. It cost... The guitar pedal cost more than the amp did. Nice. But <laughs> I mean, not nice that it's broken, but <laughs> no, but the amp brand new used to be like a thousand dollars. Right. So I'm going to fix it up a little bit and hopefully flip it for like 500 bucks because uh, I can ship amps. I just won't ship um, like cabs and shit like that. So. Right. Understandably so. But yeah, so I want to work out and stuff like that and I'll probably lose more weight. But like I'm actually still eating less calories than I'm supposed to. Like I'm supposed to be eating. um you know, you're supposed to, like, our, our buddy Cameron from Of Night and Light said the other day, is like, you know, you're supposed to eat 2,000 calories to uh, to start losing weight. And I'm eating, like, 1,200 calories a day, even though I'm eating more. But I'm eating more, and it's getting my metabolism going, because I'm eating right when I wake up and, and towards the end and stuff like that. But I'm still eating less than I was calorie-wise, because Chinese food is a lot of calories. Chipotle is a lot of calories. Now, I've been told that Cam, uh, he only eats for a certain frame of time per day. He fasts, I think, for like eight hours. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. Um, I used to do that, but fasting doesn't work. My body's really strange. Like, I was at my thinnest when I was eating Chinese food two times a day for two years straight, even on Christmas. So, um... And that does not count that we don't, I don't even take into account like when my parents would actually make dinner because I'd have Chinese food two times a day. And then I would also eat dinner and I would still have breakfast. So I was out on like a 5,000 calorie fucking sure diet. And I was at like 160 pounds soaking wet, which I think you've seen the photos on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, when I was like 17, 18 years old. So um, that's just what I that's just my body. And the second I stopped doing that and I started eating healthy, I gained almost a hundred pounds within a year or so. So it's, it's, it's everyone's body's different. You have to take that into account also. Um, and for some people it's really hard to eat that much or on the times that like, I have an app that I, I do it all with. And the problem with the app is every morning at like 10 o'clock, it's like, so what have you eaten for uh, 10 o'clock in the morning? What have you eaten for breakfast? I'm like, I'm still, I'm sleeping, dude, or I'm still awake. I'm getting ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it, that's the one annoying thing. But the other annoying thing, which I think is the biggest, and my girlfriend has the same problem with it is there's no ease anymore. You can't just go, I can't be out and go, what do you want? And she can go, Oh, I'll just grab some Chinese or grab a pizza. Can't do uh -huh. that anymore. Now it's, like, she just sent me a fucking $200 shopping list. And she's like, time to go shopping. Because, <laughs> like, they had bacon for sale. Excuse me, they had bacon for sale tops uh, last week. It was buy two, get three free. And I bought 50 packages of bacon. Which is a lot of money, but we have got freezers, and that will hold us over. And that's breakfast every day for, for like, half the year, for, like, six months. Because each person is only having, like, two or three slices of bacon. Sure. But it's just, it's one of those things like you, the ease is gone and then you spend so much time doing fucking dishes, which is annoying too. Sure. <laughs> but, um, I do recommend it. It's hard for like, I have such a sedentary household where, you know, 
Um, one person writes books, the other person does recordings, and then the other person uh, sits on his ass all day as a corrections officer mm-hmm. at night. So we're we don't really do much. Um, I don't really like that guy. I'll give an an eight for the waterfall, a six for the guy. Ah, oh, Mark, I know you've missed me. <laughs> And and you're sitting here like I can't go to restaurants. I can't do you know the convenience is well, gone. And I'm just sitting here like uh, maybe I'll try Uber Eats after Brian leaves. Well, <laughs> I don't like Uber Eats because I did Uber Eats with Chipotle once. Yeah, and they got everybody's job wrong. <laughs> Why do I continue opening these in public? Oh, okay. She's at the. She's at the. Oh, it's Karina saying that. Okay. Yeah, she's at the the uh, the mark uh, the uh, whatever it is marketing. Uh, hi, Karina. Yeah. Lily she's, says hi to both of you. Also, I know she's not listening, but right. She's she's at that thing tonight, and she's opening these pictures of male asses. And, Great. And that uh, and guys licking other guys' assholes. Yeah, that that one from earlier. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Yeah, who I, wants a brownie? I, I have not yet tried Uber Eats. I have the app on my phone. I know what the prices are and what restaurants I can order from and everything. But I haven't tried it yet. Um, and, and to be fair, the first time we tried Instacart, they you know they missed a thing or two, and and you know it's like okay, they're human, they make mistakes, but they didn't screw up our whole order. Um, but I haven't tried Uber Eats yet. I got a five dollar uh, credit from Uber. I'm, I'm an Uber. Uh, Express Gold member, whatever the hell that means, which means every time I spend, I think like you suck, you suck at the teat of Uber. I guess. Well, it, it's you earn points, and I think you earn like two points for every dollar spent or something like that, and then for every five hundred points you get, you get five bucks credit. So you know it's it's not terrible. It's it's nice, but it's it's also good for Uber and Uber Eats. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like, well, there's there's not really much food in the house. I could make stuff that we have if I feel like it. I could order a pizza or I can hit up Uber Eats and see what Thank I can get you. through there. <laughs> Brian hates me right now because I'm like, yeah, I can uh, eat pizza. Well, like I can go to like I, I walked past five guys burgers and fries yesterday. Sure. I can have a burger. I can have a burger. I can have cheese. I can have the bacon on it and I can have the onions on it. I just can't have the bun. Right. Or the ketchup. Right. So I did just find a keto ketchup, but uh, I haven't had it yet. So um, I'll probably have that today or tomorrow. But yeah, that's, uh, let's see, Uber Eats should be banned. Um, Everything should be banned, according uh, to Laura. Well, my problem with Uber Eats was like, I can't bitch to Uber, right? Because they're they're not making the fucking thing. And then I contacted Chipotle and they're like, no, it's right. I was like, what the fuck? So, and it's the Chipotle by Walden Galleria. I don't go there anymore. It's, uh, or it's on Walden Avenue. I don't go there anymore because they're, they're, they always screw something up or they don't know how to cook rice. And the rice is like hard as a fucking rock. I think that was the time I went to Chipotle was we went to that one. Yeah. So yeah. now I go to, when I, you know, when I do still go there and it, you can cheat, you can have cheat days and stuff like that. Like, like I said, I, I, I lost about 15 pounds. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. Um, it's really helped my digestive system in certain ways, which is great because, uh, I can't have, when I, when I eat too many carbs, my stomach will go haywire. Mm -hmm. And then I'd sometimes be in like a fetal position in a ball for like, you know, a night. So that's nice. I haven't had any of those days, but at the same time, I do miss having a fucking burrito. So, and certain Chinese food, like I can have like, there's this one place 
right by my house that they have chicken on a stick. That's the only thing I can eat there, though. So they're so sad because I'll be like, yeah, can I get some? I'm going to get some Chinese food to go and then just literally fill up like chicken on a stick. I have like six of them. And they're like, oh, that's all you're going to have. It's only eight dollars as opposed to like my twenty dollar orders that I'd have every, <laughs> every other day. Now I get Chinese food once every like week and a half. And they're like, oh, this is it. OK, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm on a diet. And they're like, still like I went there the other day and they're like, so are you still on the diet? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had a Baconator uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was the first time I've had a Baconator in forever. And I used to eat them all the time when I was when we were doing the show that uh, used to occupy this time slot because there was a Wendy's right there. Yeah. So it's like, oh, every Wednesday I'm going to go get me a Baconator before I go to uh, before I go do the do the podcast. And so I'm like triple cheese motherfucker. I'm like in the, I'm in that area and I'm like all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Wendy's before I go home. I'm gonna have a baconator. I had the baconator, and I was just like, man, why the fuck did I do that? I I don't eat fast food anymore, really, at all. I uh, I I went to Wendy's with one of my kids Friday, um, and because he hadn't eaten, I picked him up at like noon. He hadn't eaten yet, so I'm like, oh, well, let's get a quick lunch, and then we'll we'll make dinner at my house. And so he's order he ordered a baconator. And all this other stuff. And I ordered a grilled chicken sandwich with nothing on it. And a um, and a junior bacon cheeseburger plain. So I guess they thought junior bacon cheeseburger plain meant just cheese and, and the burger. Right. They didn't give me fucking bacon on it. But I was like, whatever. And then I had the chicken. And I, I'm like eating that with a fucking fork and knife and shit. My kid's just scarfing down this Baconator <laughs> with french fries. And then he eats my buns too, and I'm like, like motherfucker, like, God, I miss. I'm yeah, like, I can I can imagine. I uh, I wound up at Burger King the other day. I haven't had Burger King so like, and we're the person I'm with is going through the drive-through, and I'm like, he's like, you know what you want? I'm like, no, onion rings. Oh, like I haven't been to Burger King in forever, so I'm just like, all right, I'm like trying to read the menu real quick. Like, all right, just give me a number. I don't know what the fucking number was, like eight or something like that. You know, like just I'll, give me number eight. I'll take a Big Mac. Um, we're at Burger King. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Chicken McNuggets. No, no, Burger King. Uh, Burger McNuggets? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, my buddy was like, uh, he was driving me somewhere, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna hit Burger King. I'm like, dude, I haven't eaten. I'll, I'll go with you. He's like, yeah, I got like four bucks in my car. Like, dude, I'm just gonna hand you my, my card, and just buy your, buy your shit off the card. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. So he's like, gets in the car. He's like, oh shit, dude, I only got two bucks. I can only get one double cheeseburger. I'm like, dude, I will pay for your fucking burgers. Buy two of them. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, like I cut out, I cut out uh, fast food for like three months uh, last year, and then I was like, oh, I'll get Wendy's because it, it it bothered me the least. And even then, I was like, oh my god, this just doesn't feel nice. So I was like, with where Karina lives, it's, it was easy for me to go to McDonald's try while I'm on my way home. Yeah. Cause I, her mom would drop me off at McDonald's. The bus stops right in front of McDonald's. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to j- run in. I'll grab some chicken nuggets. So I was eating some chicken McNuggets like oh, once a week for a while. So good. And then I haven't been up that way other than for my stamps shows. And then when we're at stamps, we go to Colosso afterward. That's, yeah. that's tacos. <laughs> I, I know I'm I'm making you uh, 
regret life choices right now. <laughs> I don't intend to. No, because I've had Colossal Taco. You're not making me regret <laughs> shit right now. So, Lily makes great tacos, but I can't have any of those. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I had literally not been to fast food in ages, and I was starving. I was going to go to this little pizza place at the Boulevard Mall, because that's where I was coming from when I went to Wendy's, and the pizza place was gone. <laughs> it was there before Christmas. I was there like a week after New Year's. It was gone. Damn. Like, shit, man. The last time we ate here, this guy was all telling us how proud he was of the business and he named it after his daughter and all this other shit. And it's gone. Just fucking gone. Just like his daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. Look, 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 this People are listening to the show, I think, because hashtag millennial lateness excuses is now trending on Twitter. Nice. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> nice. Fucking late. Food, Food should, should be, be banned. banned. Nice. <laughs> Food should be banned. We should just have Soylent Green and that's it. I didn't come up with a poll to put up this week. I'm not I don't think I'm gonna cuz like last week's poll we had I think like 15 votes on was uh who's going to win the Super Bowl. We opened it up Wednesday, we closed it Sunday before the Super Bowl and we uh, we're going to pick one person uh, from who picked the New England Patriots to win to get tickets to one of our upcoming all WNY events, either the Black and Heart Ball on the 15th, featuring the Mollus, Tokyo Monsters, Archers, and Strange Standard, or our anniversary show, uh, which is March 23rd with Kennedy Carpool, Poison the Prophet, and uh, some other bands. Come on! I can't think of off the top of my head. You bastard. I can picture the top half of the flyer. <laughs> you'd think you'd have like the flyers like on your fucking walls. You would think so, but no, I, I got them printed and handed them all to Scott Leffler. Here you go, Scott. You have a car. You can put these up. <laughs> I found out why Scott unfriended me. Really? Yeah. He's just like, he's like, I really only like my Facebook to be for like, my, you know, real friends and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, okay. He's like, I don't fucking hate you or anything. I was like, okay. That's all I want to know. Tokyo Monsters is also on this show, and Iron <laughs> Soul. <laughs> Are the other two bands that uh, round out the 13th anniversary show, which I should remember because Iron Soul, uh, their vocalist won Best Vocalist in the LWNY Awards, and we've been plugging the hell out of them for the last two weeks because of it. So <laughs> I got a funny story for you off, off the air. Okay. You see, we got our uh, certificates up on the wall. Two of them now. But I didn't get any. Yeah, well, you... I, I, I should have gotten them for both. And I didn't get any. <laughs> because I'm just a, I was just a co-host, so who gives a shit? Scott just goes on this, like, he's up there for five minutes talking about the station, the history of the station, and the shows that are on the station. And he says, and at this point, Joe Kent should come up here because he won here. <laughs> nice. Of course, Joe won. Ah, it should have been Shred and Reagan. I won by three votes, apparently, and they, he won't tell anybody who second place was. What? He won't tell them who second place was. They all got honorable mentions. No, nobody knows if it was Nick and Dan or if it was uh, if it was uh, the Struggle is Long Name Buffalo Music Podcast. The Struggle is Long Name. Or uh, or if it was Corey Comments, who, uh, who won the best all WNY show according to Lady Laura Moore. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm just surprised you won, because according to her, you like get canceled every freaking week. I, I do get canceled every week, but Scott realizes his mistake and rehires me five minutes before showtime. 
Yep. Still hasn't uh still hasn't begged me to come back yet. Have you have you seen the uh she said that I failed a drug test and Scott said, no, no, he identified all the drugs correctly, which is the only <laughs> test we do. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I love that she listens to this show. She's, tell, she's telling him to friend you now. No. She wants to be, he, she, she wants you two to make up and be friends again. The best part is, the best part is Scott doesn't listen to the show. So he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just random. No, like, it was funny, because I'm like, oh, you know, I haven't seen any Scott's posts lately. So I was like, but, like, every time you tagged him and shit, I could still see it. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was um, blocked. So I go on there, I'm like, oh, wow, we're unfriended. So I go to you, and I'm like, is there any reason why, like, Scott would unfriend me? And you're like, no, not that I can really think of. Yeah, right. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I, I got about 18 hours. And after 18 hours, I was like, Scott, what What happened? <laughs> and he's just like no there's no hard feelings or anything I was like oh okay <laughs> she's, she's still under the impression Corey won uh, <laughs> he won honorable mention he did get an honorable mention but uh, th- uh which, thanks to uh, me to, Joe won to which Scott said that uh, we're all award winning podcasts now because I'm giving you all honorable mentions that's horrible <laughs> it's like no no I'm the winner that's cheap you guys are not winners. <laughs> There's another one for you. There's a What's... tan line. Oh, I hate tan lines. Me too. too. Yeah. No, I give it a one because his fucking bathroom looks dirty too. It does. <laughs> it looks it like might be the monitor though. <laughs> Part nope. of that's the monitor. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, then I give it a I give it a one and a half because it's a dirty monitor. I think the t- I I think the uh, sink actually does look dirty. Though. Yeah, that's just. And I love the fo- I love the he couldn't the guy couldn't come up with a better way of taking a photo. Then uh, oh, apparently not. It looks like if he sits down, he's gonna end up right on the faucet. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's get into some music. <laughs> let's get into some music. Let's do that. Uh, what do I got next? Oh, Toy Box Brigade. They're playing this weekend I re- as well. I really thought that said down for the cunt. No, it does not. It says down for the count, which is. Uh, their album that came out, or their EP that came out last year. I know they're working on something new, so hopefully we'll get that soon. Uh, but they're playing a Buffalo Infringement uh, fundraiser uh, that is this Saturday at Milky's, 522 Elmwood. Uh, and the night will include performances by Carrie Fay, who performs cheeky folk music, uh, Jabby Tao, the clown, or uh, who is a clown slash physical theater. Uh, okay. Uh, our boys in days ago, reggae music with a punk attitude. That sounds cool. Uh, they are a lot of fun. They're a great band. I just did t-shirts for them. So, so. if it's reggae music with a punk attitude, doesn't that just mean it's ska? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, we did have them on the ska Christmas along with Toy Box Brigade, energetic, energetic ska punk, uh, bloodthirsty, bloodthirsty vegans, easy for me to say. Which is ska. Oh, and sl- they call themselves big band and slam poetry. Yeah, ska, indie, big band, slam poetry. DJ Ciotos, who uh, won uh, an all-WNY award and presented some of them along with us on uh, the broadcast a couple of weeks ago. He does trap slash hip-hop slash dance. And Chucky Campbell, who does live dynamic hip-hop. I think he also won uh, best hip-hop, uh, if what, I'm not mistaken. What I'm trying to figure out is, like, Hip-hop, live, and then dynamic. Like, shouldn't all hip-hop be live and dynamic? It should be. <laughs> it's I like, hope. It's like wet and watery water. But, uh, yeah, the money for this show goes to uh, raise money for the 2019 uh, Infringement Festival, uh, which all WNY is uh, somehow affiliated with. 
<laughs> this year. I, I'm not entirely familiar with the deal, but <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, this looks like it's gonna be a great show, especially with the uh, three ska bands right in the middle there. Days ago, Toy Box Brigade, Bloodthirsty Vegans. Uh, I'm not familiar with the music of any of the rest of them, except for Chucky Campbell, who's, uh, he's not bad himself. Uh, but uh, this is uh, Give It Time from the Toy Box Brigade on all WNY Think So Joe Show. Any second now. Toy Box Brigade on all WNY Think So Joe show. Those are good people. We've uh, had them on a few shows and they're playing the uh, MS, uh, Stamping Out MS show at uh, at Stamps. Still, I still have a problem with the fucking name. <laughs> I, I, I understand your problem. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, in in your reasoning, you uh, it, it's a tribute to but she's still here, so... <laughs> it, 
But it's it's not like they said it's a memorial. It's a tribute. They're paying tribute to her. They're honoring her with this. Oh, like Tenacious D did. Sure. <laughs> Took you a second to go. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's the greatest song in the world. Anyway. She's the greatest Karina in the world. Saturday, May 4th, 6 p.m. Stamps the bar and uh, the money's going to go towards uh, MS Sucks. Uh, with Janie Crash of the Tall Men, Billy Draws 2, Yellow Sauce, XM Priory, Toy Box Brigade, and Poison and Prose, who is uh, Cam from Of Night and Light, his solo project. Yeah. More so details, that, TBA. Yeah, more details, TBA. Well, uh, if you need another if you need another band, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I still... Uh, y- you guys have to see what I have in store at that show, and I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to reveal before then, so... You're gonna ask her to marry you? No, 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 no. Well, as I recall, you told me I'm not allowed to. You, if you want your relationship to last, you're not going to. Exactly. No, exactly. And and I agreed with your logic. She's is she's terrible at being engaged. I'm terrible at being married. So you're absolutely right. No, that's not happening. That is not what the surprise is. We'll 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 debunk that rumor right now. Oh my god, that singer needs... Okay. Um, Scott Leffler won't friend me or... <laughs> or Jorion. Yeah. And then uh, I want B. Lee Muller and Scott Leffler a hug. If I ever go to another All West New York radio show... I'm trying to convince... Do it. Trying to convince Scott to do the uh, 150th episode at the studio in Niagara Falls. In that case, I would invite you to come and then you guys can hug and we'll get it on, we'll, we'll get it on video and we'll send it to her. Maybe. I'm thinking. <sighs> I love you, Laura. She she she's ripping on him pretty bad. <laughs> That's my buddy. I like his music and his vocals. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna stop at one of those. <laughs> uh, let's see another butt. Um, yeah. he's playing coy. Um, five. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, I, there's no, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of that and, uh, not very many people know what I'm doing. So <laughs> he's going to whip it out right in front I, of her. I, I might, I might. Nice. I uh, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm completely fine with, you know, a, he's completely fine with me whipping it out. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm fine with doing it for Karina. I'm just, it's just, it felt so like macabre about it. You, did, you didn't, you didn't like the terminology tribute yeah. to, and, and I, I, when I first saw the poster, I, I kind of thought the same and, but then it was, then it was just like, ah, oh, that's so nice of them to, to, to do that. We didn't know about it until. Well, and then my dark mind, I went like fucking dark places where it's like, if I was Karina, I'd be like the day before that I'd kill myself. Oh geez. yeah. It's a fucking tribute now. Like shit like that. Like that's how. So I'm like, that's, I'm like, but then I'm like, well, I don't want Karina to do that because I like Karina. Right. I don't want her to die. So, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I do got to, I do got to figure out who won the poll. Laura is right for once. Can I pick the person? Um, or do you just randomly generate? We do random number generators, but I, in this special occasion, will let you pick Woo! from the three people who voted for the Patriots. Idiots. <laughs> And uh, let's see who they were. They were the three votes for the Patriots, Nick Landers of Inherent Vice, 
Ben from the Scarecrow Show, and Billy from Kennedy Carpool. Those are the three that pick the Patriots. And one of them is playing one of the shows that uh, they're winning tickets for. So, Nick Landers. Nick Landers wins, all right. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Nick Landers! We'll add him to the list of winners. So it's officially been three years. It has been three years, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we, we saw that memory on Facebook where it's like, oh, hey, first episode coming up, like, tune in. It's great. All th three years straight I've been on the Think So Joe show, then. You have, yes. It's funny, because I, I had this record with, uh, with Alt Buffalo when they used... Do they still do, um, like, um, interviews with local bands? Yeah, I believe so. Because uh, I had it three years in a row. It was, uh, it, and all three years was with um, Lost Elysium with different members, with different bassists in each <laughs> one. But I tried setting it up last year, but Lexi left, who, uh, who right. really did it. And the girl that took over fucking like didn't reply to anything for like three months when i was trying to set up for breaking solace that she finally sets it up names the date and then it was on it was the day before memorial day so she's like oh and then like it was the day of she's just like oh yeah we're not doing it because it's memorial day <laughs> and I'm, she's like but you know message me and we'll set something up and then like she's like okay well what about in august i'm like sure like what day in august works for you never fucking heard back from her uh-huh and i'm like and I'm like, the problem was, is it was, the original date was like, the I originally wanted it sometime in April because I was booking so many shows sure. for the band and I wanted to announce sort of the mini tours. So so booking yourself on that show sounds like trying to book yourself at a certain uh, uh, local venue that shall remain nameless. <laughs> There's so many local venues that, that, why are you talking shit about stamps? I'm not talking shit about stamps. If I want stamps, I get stamps. Why are you talking shit about... Broadway Joes. <laughs> yeah, Broadway Joes. <laughs> That's who I'm talking about, Broadway Joes. It does it is is the one of the names a hairstyle? No. <laughs> Damn it. Is it After Dark owned? No. Damn it. Did someone that I'm I I'm trying to think of a venue that has a hairstyle in it. Mohawk? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh is it a venue that has Someone that I truly love and respected pass away who used to always do the... It is not. Okay, what fucking venue is it? <laughs> Why does it have to remain nameless? I'll, I'll tell you later. Put him on blast. <laughs> I'm not going to put him on blast. I'm going to shoot him a message after the show and be like, dude. Fuck you, <laughs> Rapids Theater. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I'm so frightened because now I get work from Rapids Theater and Riviera Theater. I've got seven shows already booked for, for February. Starting... Uh, Starting uh, the Pink Floyd experience uh, for the wall uh, next. It's a week from today at Riviera Theater. And I'm like, I don't know if my body can handle that, especially because of all the work I've been getting at Fiverr. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually cutting out all my background music until I get all my shit taken care of because it is so hard to record um, with one fucking monitor right now. Uh huh. Especially because I can't, I love having all my recording stuff on the left-hand side and then plugins on the right or the script on the right. And I can't do either. I can imagine because I'm working, when I'm recording, I'm on one monitor. So, I, and then I come around here and I do all of my editing across two monitors. Ah. Uh, why don't you just like, I don't know. Like, like what I'm doing now is when I have to do a voiceover, I hit record and then open up the script and then I'm staring at the script. 
The only hairstyle Joe knows are braids. <laughs> you should really braid the beard, man. I'm thinking about it. Fucking braid it or or uh, just uh, dye the tips red. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Dimebag wannabe. We did that. Uh, we did that at a Dimebag Daryl tribute show. You know, we uh, have not really talked about music at all. We have not. We talked politics and we talked food. and So let me tell people what I'm doing now. Though. Yeah, well, I'm, Since I'm a guest. I'm not used to being the guest. Well, you're a guest co-host, so yeah. technically you're you're still, you're reprising your old role. Well, I'm used to like, I, because I, I always talked about my bands when I was on here as the co-host, as the official regular co-host, but I was doing it in a way where it was like something funny happened or something like that. It was sure. never like, let me just push my band nonstop. Well, you, you've got a couple of things in the works, right? So you're working now, you're trying to put uh, hollowed halls together? Hollowed halls, uh, we've got like, we've got... Uh, six or seven songs if you go to hallowed halls on facebook it's facebook.com slash hallowed halls if you go on there um they have we've got like six i believe six or seven songs on soundcloud um and they sort of run the gamut of something like very tool-esque to a perfect circle to papa roach to thrice so uh when people say what kind of band you are i like to just say rock so sure. we're working on some like really heavy music right now, actually. So we've got one song that's very reminiscent of Metallica. And then I've got another song that's, um, I have no idea how to even say it. So it's, <laughs> it's fucking fast. That's all I know. And it's really weird that I can play it, honestly. But, um, we're looking for a bassist and we're looking for a singer. So hopefully we get that, uh, up and going sometime soon. Uh, then I have a punk project that, um, I started when I was actually in Lost Elysium and it was taking so long to release new music and nobody in the band really wanted to play shows at certain times. So I got so bored. I was like, well, I'm going to write fucking punk rock and, and release it again. So, um, since that started, I've, I wrote a, a Christmas song that's up on Spotify. Um, what else I did a, um, a, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival EP of three songs called CPR Creedence Punk Revival and then I just released uh, I actually had it set up to be released in December but I needed the okay from Blink-182 to release it so it didn't get released until mid-January really but it's a cover it's like a folk punk version of Damn It that a buddy of mine came up and we always talked about doing a cover of it and like he did all his vocals in one take and I had to fucking mix and mix it and try fixing shit and and then i did all, almost all my vo and it's because he did that i did almost all my vocals in one take so i could just fix it and but it was just something fun to do and um so that's out now and then i'm working on a uh an ep of all original music it's going to be either four or five songs and i'm going to try releasing that on vinyl and since i'm releasing it on vinyl and i don't want to lose my shirt I'm going to um, do it on. I'm going to play some shows with it. Can't find a photo of Brian's ass. He never turns around in his pictures. <laughs> Damn fucking right. Um, but I so I'll have that released. I hope sometime in April or May. Um, I have a show in July. I'm not sure if I sh am supposed to announce it yet, so I won't. You're literally the only band to book for it right now. <laughs> Boom. Headline show, baby. Um, hopefully it's not more than a half hour set. That's all I got. Um, all Blink-182 covers. Uh, and then um, I'm working on an ambient record of ambient uh, music that isn't just all guitar-based. 
some of it is, but it's it's supposed to sort of be like a soundtrack to a movie that hasn't been created. And I've got about half of that written already. None of it's recorded, but it's it's stuff that I've I've piled on over the years. So I'm going to record pretty much everything I have, write some new stuff, and then really decide what I want on it. Because I want it to flow from track to track. I don't want it to be like, stop. Okay, here's the next track. Go. I really want it to be... I want it to be an album experience. I want it to be something that you can listen to for anything. You can put it on a... You know, if somebody... I want to... I want to almost sort of do like what Moby did and take an album and sell it on commercials. I want to be able to have someone go, hey, you know, I want to... I want music for my short story or... Mm-hmm. for my short movie or a trailer and i can be like oh what about this listen to this whole album tell me if you like any of this and i can i can uh i can rent the rights out to you or whatever so right. i'm working on all of that but hell at halls is taking off a lot of my time right now that's the most because we're we're writing so much and jake and i are so we love so many different kinds of music and then it's like and so not every song sounds like hell at halls but it's all very genre bending, which if anyone listens to pretty much anything I've ever released personally, um, almost all of it's genre bending sure. one way or the other. So, so that's, that's pretty much all I'm doing. And, uh, and then I'm working on seventh Sun studios. If you want to record some demos, shoot me a message on a uh, Fiverr, uh, not Fiverr on, um, personally or on Facebook at, uh, uh, facebook.com slash seventh, uh, the number seven, seventh son s-o-n studios which i had to explain it to a guy at the apple store the other day what that meant <laughs> they're like what does it mean i'm like uh it's a bible it's from the bible seventh son of a seventh son but honestly i just i got it from the white stripes in 2004 and i just loved it so much and then i'm like what should i name my studio and i was gonna name it bdc studios because i have a, a song i did with Ashley and Lost Elysium and it was set it was um all recorded and mixed in my studio. And so and I put BDC Studios for um my kids Brianna, Dylan and Christian. And now they're but now it was like, oh, I'll just I'll name it um and then my my youngest kids just like, "No, I want to be called Daniel because his middle name is Daniel." Sure. So I'm like, "Well, I don't want to call it BDD Studios." And mm-hmm. I'm like, and then you're gonna get older and be like BDC again. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> and I'm like, I always want Seventh Sun Studios, so I'm just gonna grab that back. So that's what I've been doing lately. Yeah, mine, my studio fluctuates names because it doesn't need one. <laughs> really? Do you do? Uh, do you do you pay taxes on your studio though? No. Oh, okay. Because I I would thought I was told it was if you make more than two thousand dollars, you have to you have to pay taxes on your shit. No, if you, that's an expense, not a, you're not making, you, like, like, this, I'm paying money for the studio. What do you mean you're paying money? I pay rent. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, the studio's costing me money, man. You pay taxes on that. (laughs) That's just confusing. Yeah. Well, do you call yourself an employee of the studio? No. How do you, okay. it's, (laughs) It's too many tax things. Something I read was if you are, if you work off the books or if you work as a freelancer, if you make $2,000 as a freelancer, at least you have to put that on your taxes because my friend's a CPA. Yeah. And then you do your deductions. 
It's like, well, so that's what she was telling me. And then they eliminated the deductions, and uh, there's all, all the tax laws all changed, and it's like four thousand dollars an hour or something like. I don't know. It's a whole mess. <laughs> I, I didn't have to do it this year because almost all my work was on the books one way or the other. This year, and then it was funny. I told myself, I told, I told Lily, um, back in late December, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna have to pay fucking. I have to make $2,000 next year. There's no way I'm going to do that. And then I made almost all of that in fucking January. I was like, shit. <laughs> so now I got to keep fucking better records. Yeah. But I just bought a brand new studio. So deductions are on the way. So. Yeah. But there's there's the little bit of music about me. Flitzer. <laughs> 10. Yeah, he's always a 10. 10. No ash, no ash shots, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this used to be... Uh... It actually still says Fropox Studios right up on the wall there. So why don't you call it that anymore? I thought you owned the name and all that shit. Uh, well, we got Fropox, and then there's also, uh, if you saw the door when you came in. I didn't. Thanks. Oh, Digital Media. Think so, Joe. Digital Media Studios. I think Dave Stevens is also called, no, I think it's called Stevens Digital Media now. Yeah. Stealing well, from him. No, that's, uh, if that's the business he's in, then it's the same business I'm in. So I, and it's it doesn't make sense to, you know... Uh, try and not call myself a digital media studio because I got the green screen and the lights and the cameras and all, you know, the voiceover stuff and t-shirt stuff and all that stuff. So have you ever thought about like building custom shelving in here? Yes. All the time. <laughs> because you can actually like build it around the guitars and shit. And I don't know. Maybe yeah. cleaner. What's, what's that over there that all your shit's on top of? Is that all studio foam? That is acoustic foam. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You bought a lot. I did. And then a yoga mat. Yeah. Doesn't get used much anymore. <laughs> and then uh, my amp I sold you. Yeah. That I got a, I got a profile one day. Yeah. Jesus. What a fucking mess. It is a mess in here. What's with the CDs? That's the box of random CDs that we hand our winners. Or we're supposed to have. We got a list of people who won random CDs. Let's see who's all on that. Uh... Nick Lucido, we owe Nick Lucido some random CDs. Joe Lamoureux won some random CDs. Okay, well, we're, let's play a game because we can't do Joe Notch Jack. <laughs> is this just the fucking single? It is. Wow. I have no. I don't know what's in the box. Everclear single to Heart Spark Dollar Sign. Wow. <laughs> okay, so he doesn't know what's in the box. I'm going to name. I'm going to name a Jesus Christ! What a fucking bitch. Without you looking, I'm going to name a uh, a song on it, and I'm going to name a second song on it. You have to you get a full point if you can name the the band from that one song. I'm going to do terrible at this, and we got about two minutes. I know. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to do for bands that I've fucking heard of. So I, I'm not looking. I'm I'm blocking. You from my view. Okay. Rain King. No idea. Round here. Counting Crows? Yep. Okay. See? What's this? I don't even... God damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, My Friends. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Um, heroin girl. 
I feel like I should know this one, but uh, I, heart I, spark dollar sign. I can picture the band. <laughs> Everclear. Okay. Uh, that's nope. Won't work. Let's do one more, and then we. <laughs> a lot of these are a lot of these are mixed CDs. So yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Okay. Um, Planet Telex. No idea. Uh, Black Star. Isn't that the name of a David Bowie album? Yes. Radiohead, <laughs> The Bends. Okay. <laughs> man, I could have just done this for the, the entire fucking show. You could have. Uh, we've got this uh, great show coming up, and this, this goes for uh, Mental Health Awareness. Uh, MTM presents Mental Health Awareness with Mark Lee with a live band, Marcus Edwards, Kevin Lozano, Roger Pleasant, AJ Tetzlaff, Brian Simmons, uh, featuring I Am Genesis Endure, uh, and musical performances from Nash, Hydro Studios, SQ, uh, Maddie Radwan, Jay Reason, Felix Spills Cuevas, La Riz, Molotov, Davili Kids, and Capitol Records recording artist Mindy Davey. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, February 8th. That's uh, two days from now, so Friday. Uh, $10 pre-sale at Nietzsche's. You can get the tickets. Uh, email markleemusic3223 at gmail.com to get information on uh, pre-sale tickets there. And uh, again, all that's going to go towards uh, mental health awareness. And we're going to close the show out today with Mark Lee. This song called Black Boy on all WNY. Think so. Uh, bit, my blah, 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 blah. bit my tongue. Think, Think so, so, Joe Show. <laughs> See you next week. Peace. <laughs> Buffalo's east side today. News for George Ricker reports a man was gunned down. And police continue to search for the suspect who is described as a black male about six foot two wearing a gray hooded sweatshirt. Reporting live, George Rickard for the 10 o'clock news. And was pronounced dead at ECMC. It all started with the fatal shooting by police of an unarmed black teenager shot and killed. Where well, we were um, over at the drill field, this is about, about an hour to an hour and a half ago. An unarmed 17-year-old. The killing of Trayvon Martin in cold blood today. Like black knights attack.
Well, all right, all right. Cause I gotta give it life. I gotta get it right. Look into the starlight. Aim high, yeah. Welcome to the highlight. Shots fly like the 4th of July. Made in the grave at 16. 16, 16. Young boy with a mixed dream. Better dream all one reason to be breathing. Yeah, where can I lead you? Young boy so eager. Better re up, be a leader. Now, this is where I lead you. Yoksa duygularını mı incittim? Can cehennem.